Welcome to Haggadah Highlights, Tavshin Ayin Gimel. We're going to pick up where we left off last year, continue in our analysis of the Haggadah with quick pointers as we continue our way through Magid. So we are here at the point where we are so pressed with our servitude and difficulty. As we know, the Haggadah starts, the night starts, we start out with our denigration, with our difficulty, and then we continue and proceed through the servitude and then into eventual salvation. So here we are at the point in the Haggadah where we become so pressed uh, because of our servitude and situation that we cry out to Hashem. It says, we cried out to Hashem, the God of our, our fathers. And he listened, he, he, heard, he heard us. He heard our cries. And the Pasuk says, Haggadah says, we cried out to Hashem, as it says in the verse, it wasn't those great, there was many, many days. And the king of Egypt died. And they groaned after he died from their labor, and they cried out to Hashem, and Hashem heard their prayers. That's what the Haggadah uh, relates to us. So a couple of interesting points here. First of all, just as an aside, those many, many days. The Ritva points out, actually, if you do the math, it wasn't that many days between the time of the beginning of the servitude and the time that the king died, as, an, as another aside, it's a machlokas, if he actually died or he just changed his stripes and became like a new person. But going with the simple explanation that he died, uh, the, the Mepharshim explained that it wasn't that, all that long. The Ritva says it was just a few, it was a short amount of time. It just felt very long. We've all experienced times in our life where um, we've been under stress, pressure, and difficulty. And it feels like a very long time, even though it's, it's not a very long time. The, the second hand gets really slow. That's what happened here by Yom Rabim Mahem. It actually wasn't very long. It just felt that way. But the question is, then the king of Egypt, Paro, died. Yisrael means that they groaned. The word even sounds like groaning. They groaned. They, they, it, it seems like they're their state of servitude, their difficulty, the pressure got worse. Why would that be so? Why would the death of Melech Mitzrayim make it worse for them? The Rosh Beitz, the Rishon, his commentary on the Haggadah, and many others say a similar idea. He says that all the while that Klaisel was plunged increasingly into the depths of servitude, they recognized where it came from. It really came from, it was instigated by one man, by one person, by one diabolical, uh, treacherous leader, and that was Paro. And therefore the thinking was that, yes, it's true that things are really hard now, but he's one man, his existence is finite. And when he's gone, when he's out of the picture, when he's, when he's removed from the scene, things will get better, things will get much better. And therefore there was this sense of hope. There was the sense that even though things are tough now, they will get better as soon as he, as he goes, as soon as he's gone, as soon as he's taken away. What happened was, that moment came. Vayamas Melech Mitzrayim. Melech Mitzrayim passed away, but it did not get any better. In fact, it seemed to get worse. And that was too much to bear. They groaned, they cried out. Sometimes we can be in a difficult scenario in our lives. And as long as we have a hope that there's a path forward, there is some person or some measure or some effort that will eventually get us where we need to go so we can withstand that pressure. We can withstand that stress, that difficulty. 
we can withstand that negativity because we have a little hope, a little glimmer of positivity. But imagine if that little glimmer, that little light was snuffed out. That would make it doubly worse because not only are we suffering, but our very, the very thing that we thought was going to bring us salvation was removed and then it got even worse. That's what happened. That's where they were in their depths of despair. But actually, really, even though they groaned, really this did turn towards, this did turn them towards the path of salvation because it was at that moment when they felt that they had nowhere else to turn, that there's no being that's going to be removed, no being that's going to be replaced that will change things. That's when they cried out in earnest. That's when they cried out for real to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to save them. As the Rashbait says, they saw after the king passed away, their servitude was not, didn't get any better. Then they really groaned. They didn't find any hope, any help, any salvation. Just to daven to Hashem to save them. And this is, this does represent the turning point where it says, Hashem heard our cry. And he heard us, they're, they're, they're crying out. And then he heard, he heard us, and he remembered the covenant that he swore with our forefathers. So our crying out, our feeling of despair, our feeling that there's nowhere else to turn, turned us actually to the only place that we needed to turn, to turn us to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to remember who we are, to remember where we come from, to combine our crying out with the tefillos, the zchusim, the merits of our forefathers, and that led us towards the path of salvation.